Welcome to Process to Profitability, a podcast all about the tools and strategies you need to serve your clients and grow your small business, hosted by me, Samantha Mabe of Lemon in the Sea. Join me as I chat with creative entrepreneurs and small business owners about how they built and grew their businesses and how you can do the same in a way that fits you. Let's get started. You're listening to episode 50 of Process to Profitability. I'm so excited that we are at 50 episodes this week. When I started this podcast back in June of 2017, I really never imagined getting to this point. I started my podcast because I was tired of writing blogs and I felt like it wasn't the way that I could best communicate with my audience and really make connections with other people in the industry. After meeting a bunch of amazing podcasters at a networking event, I decided to jump in and figure out how to do this for myself. Since then, we have had a ton of amazing guests, some solo episodes, lots of freebies and opt-ins, and a couple of bumps along the way. Today, I want to look back over the past 50 episodes, give you some insight into what I've learned, the most popular episodes, and a little bit of a sneak peek of what's coming next. So first, I want to go over our most popular episodes. And what I've noticed from these is that they are all episodes with some of my amazing guests. The first one is actually episode one, which is using your blog to educate clients with Cinnamon Wolf. Cinnamon was one of the first people I interviewed for the show, and she was the first episode that came out after my intro, but it has been one of the most popular all-time episodes. I think that's because it was a fun conversation. We got into some basics of blogging, but also some techniques of how you can use your blog to educate clients. And we really got into the theme of serving your clients well. The second most popular episode is episode 14, writing a book that serves your audience and your business with Jody Brandon. I love that this episode has inspired multiple people to write books, to work with Jody, and that it's taught so many people about the entire book process because Jody and I connected a long time ago and I was so excited to have her on the show to talk about this thing that a lot of us don't know very much about. It's not something that a lot of entrepreneurs are familiar with and so it was a lot of fun to chat about it. The third most popular episode is not a surprise to me. It's episode 39, Mindfulness and Entrepreneurship with Lee Shea McDonough. This is a more recent episode, but it has some of the highest all-time downloads. And I think that's because Lee does a great job of walking us through mindfulness. Her voice is amazingly soothing, and it's a topic that we don't talk about a lot in business circles. She does a great job of really giving you the overview of why this is important and then walking you through some exercises and things that you can do to incorporate mindfulness more into your everyday practice. Lee and I met when we were in a mastermind together, but in different small groups. And this season of life, we are actually in the same small group. And it's been so much fun to see her and interact with her more after this episode has come out. The fourth most popular episode is episode number 11, creating effective surveys in your business with Lauren Black. This episode really inspired me when I was writing my most recent surveys because she talks about the types of questions you should ask, who you should survey, and gets into the nitty gritty of how to actually do this so that it's effective for your business. Lauren has been doing some great big things in the background right now, and I hope that you guys will go and check out this episode and check back in with her to see what she's working on. And finally, the fifth most popular episode is episode 20, Pricing Your Services for Profitability and Your Dream Clients with Kristen Kaplan. 
I knew that this episode was going to be popular the minute it came out because this is a topic that so many of us struggle with. We don't know how to price our services so that we can serve our clients, make money, and also feel like we're being paid what we're worth. Kristen lays it all out so that we get a really good overview of what to expect, how we can do this in a way that takes the emotion out, and she gives us some practical tips and guidelines. There are a couple of my favorite episodes that you might have missed. Some of these are more recent, and some of them came out at the beginning of the show, but I would hope that you would go back and check them out. The first is episode 47, Strategies for a Higher Converting Email List with Kate Boyd. So this episode came out fairly recently, but it is a great one if you are trying to build an email list or if you've even heard that email lists are important and you're not sure what to do with them. Right now, I'm going through one of Kate's products that teaches me how to design an email list welcome sequence and other sequences to really serve my clients well and to engage with the people that are on my list in the best way possible so that I can educate them in the way that they need. So I encourage you to listen to this episode and then go check out what she is brewing in the background because it is full of amazing stuff. Next is episode five, using customer feedback in product design with Ashley Stom. Ashley and I met right before I was starting this podcast, and I loved her planner. She is the owner of She Plans, and she has amazing planners that really gave me what I was looking for in a planner because she had different options, and it was a balance of schedule and checking things off and goal setting and everything that I needed in a planner. And so I was excited to talk to her because I know nothing about product design, but she really gets into talking about what she does with her products, how she uses customer feedback, how she makes sure that her vision and the customer's requests are balanced. And it's a great episode, whether you are designing products or if you're serving your clients and you're trying to use their feedback to adjust your process. And finally, episode number 10, connecting to your clients through band photography with Malika Malhotra. This was an amazing episode and it came out before her book, The Brand Photography Playbook came out, but it was so much fun. And it's an episode that I refer a lot of people to when they are asking about brand photography because she goes over not only what brand photography is, but how you can pick a photographer, how you can get this set up so that you get the best images and all of the details that go into really creating a brand photography shoot that you can use over and over again. Now, if you have been wondering about designing a website and you want to dig into a couple of episodes, these are the ones I would recommend. Number 15, is your website working for you? Creating a strategic website. In this episode, I am going over all of the things that you should be checking out on your website to see if they are working and how you can use those areas of your website with more strategy to really help the people who are coming to your website accomplish the goals that you want. Then check out number 27, setting goals and planning your website. This is such an important topic and a lot of people don't talk about it, but I always encourage my clients to set goals for their business and their website before we get into the actual design. We need to know where we're going in order to design something that gets us there. And finally, episode 29, creating content for your website. If you feel like you're going to struggle with creating content, and most of us do, make sure you check out this episode because I am laying out the exact guidelines that I give to my clients to help them create content in a way that's simple 
and gives them what they need for their website so that they can get past this part of the design and really get into how it looks, how it functions, and making sure that it works the way they want it to. So that's a lot of episodes to check out, but I've had a lot of episodes come out, and so I wanted to highlight some of the best ones, some of my favorites, and you can find links to all of those in the show notes if you want to tune in. Do you know what your dream clients see when they come to your website? The only way to figure out how your dream clients are using your website and what makes them leave is to ask them. I've created a special UX test guide that you can get at lemonintheseacom slash UX test. Inside, you'll learn how to structure a user experience test to get the best results, 18 questions to help you really see your website through their eyes, and my favorite way to find dream clients to help you. You need to look at every stage of your client's journey from landing on your website to completing the final goal through their eyes so that you know what to change right now to start converting more visitors into clients. Get the guide at lemonintheseacom slash UX test. I wanted to talk a little bit about what I've learned from podcasting and what I want to continue. So the first thing that I have learned is that I love having conversations with my guests while still covering their area of expertise. Everybody does podcasting a little bit different and every host runs their show differently. Some people have a set list of questions that they ask every guest. Some people don't send out questions in advance at all. But what I do is tailor my questions to the guest that I'm interviewing. We have a starting question to get to know them, and then we go into different questions about the topic that we're going to be discussing, and we wrap up with a series of questions that I ask to every guest so that we can really see what people are thinking about in those areas and get to know them a little bit better. What I love about being able to do this is that while we have questions to guide us through the conversation, we can still pivot and come up with topics that we might not have thought about. I can still ask questions that I come up with as they're speaking so that we can clarify things and so that you, as my listeners, can get the best experience possible. I've learned that when I have people on the show that I have met and had conversations with in real life or virtually, it goes a lot smoother because we already know each other. There's not that awkward part of figuring out who this person is and what they want. There might be a little bit of shyness for being on a podcast. Many of my guests are first-time guests, but we don't have to worry about not knowing each other. And so it runs a lot smoother and it's a lot more fun. And I think that you guys can hear that as you listen. The second thing I've learned is that podcasting takes a lot of time and effort and it costs a lot more than writing a blog. So when I first got into podcasting, I already had a pretty good mic that I had invested in to be a guest on podcasts, but I wanted to do things right. And so it takes a lot of time to record and write the questions for each guest to find guests and then get on the call with them, record, because once that's done, it's not over. It's just beginning because then you get into editing. And usually it takes me twice as long to edit an episode as it did to record it. Then I'm writing show notes, linking up everything that you guys need, putting it all into a blog post, doing all of the backend SEO and uploading it and scheduling it. And that takes a lot of time and work. When I decided to outsource at the beginning of January, it has taken a lot of that off of my plate. So I'm no longer editing my episodes and I am no longer scheduling them on Libsyn, which is where I host my podcast, but I'm still writing the show notes. I'm still doing everything with the guests and I'm having to go and make the investment in having someone edit my podcast. And so 
that investment is a lot more than just writing a blog every week because I am paying somebody for their expertise. The third thing I've learned is that it's easier to interview a guest than to host a solo episode. When I have a guest on the show, I have somebody to talk to, to bounce ideas off of, and things flow naturally. But when I am hosting a solo episode talking about website design or podcasting or entrepreneurship, I only have a couple of notes in front of me And I want to make the episode engaging while still getting the information across. And so it's always a balance of figuring out how to do that best. If you guys have feedback on which way you like better or things that you'd like to hear about in solo episodes, I'd love to learn more about that so that I can serve you in the best way possible. Now, a couple of mistakes that I've made along the way in podcasting. And these are a little bit embarrassing, but I wanted to share them because nobody is perfect and no journey is perfect, but we have to keep going. So my first big mistake happened on the day that my podcast launched. I went and I listened to the episodes just to make sure that everything was working. And my very first episode, the episode with Cinnamon, actually had my intro overlaid with the conversation. And so you couldn't hear either thing. And I had to rush to my computer that morning, rework the track, re-upload it, and hope that not too many people were turned off by that first episode not working. It was embarrassing, but I learned that I have to double-check everything before I schedule my episodes. The next thing that happened, and I didn't catch this until recently, was one of my very first episodes that was a solo show. I went back and I was getting it transcribed, And I got the transcription back and it was blank in the middle. And so what I realized was that the episode that I had uploaded and linked to all of the sound for the middle 20 minutes was missing, which means that when people downloaded that episode, they heard about five minutes at the beginning, 20 minutes of static, and then a wrap up. I don't know how this happened because when I went back into the file that I was working on, it all looked correct. Everything was there. But... Somehow when I saved it, it didn't save correctly. I didn't check it. And so I have had that episode out for months, but it is finally fixed now. So those are some embarrassing stories, but I love podcasting. It is a great medium for me because I don't have to sit down and write a blog post. I can talk my thoughts out. I can interview some amazing people and get your feedback in real time. So here are some of my favorite reviews that people have left on iTunes. The first is from Brooke Craven. Samantha, host of Process to Profitability, highlights all aspects of business in this can't-miss podcast. The host and expert guests offer insightful advice that is helpful to anyone that listens. The next one is from Krista Miller, who is one of my guests, and she says, I'm only a few episodes in, but I already love what I'm hearing. Samantha dives right into getting to know her guests, and it's all action from there, which is great. And I love this feedback because that's what I'm trying to do. I want it to be conversational and fun, but I also want you guys to get really actionable advice that you can use right away in your business. And the third review that I loved was from Raina Pomeroy, who is another guest. She's also somebody that I have worked with in different ways. And so I loved having her on the podcast. and I loved getting her feedback. She says, I'm loving Samantha's podcast for her ability to ask questions that really allow the interviews to get to the strategies that business owners are curious about. It's exciting to hear stories and get something you can put into place in your business immediately. What I love about all of these reviews is that I know that I am doing what I set out to do, and that is to offer advice, to interview guests who can give you, my listeners, 
the best advice possible and have topics that are relevant to what you're doing in your businesses. And that's what I wanted to do. I wanted to talk about topics that would help you and how people can serve their clients well, because I know that that is at the heart of your business. So what is next for process to profitability? You might have noticed this first one in a couple of episodes already, but I am changing things up. And on the suggestion of a couple of friends, I am adding three action steps to the end of each of my solo episodes. So I know that I cover a ton of information in each episode, and sometimes it can be a little bit overwhelming. And so I've decided that at the end of each episode, I'm going to give you three action steps that you can take to really implement these things in a way that's quick and easy and helps you get started doing whatever it is that we were talking about if it's relevant to your business. The next thing is that we've got some new guests covering topics like learner-centered design, subscription-based businesses, and the true value of an hour. I'm talking with a lot of people about processes and strategies, and I'm excited about everything that's coming up. I've also got some new solo episodes scheduled, including what a week in my life looks like, website analytics, and auditing your website. So stay tuned for those. They're going to be a little bit fun, a little bit insightful, and a lot of really practical things you can use as you design and strategize your own website. I'm also working on having transcriptions for each episode. So there are transcripts for the first four or five episodes already on the website that you can download. But my goal is to have these for every episode so that people who don't want to listen can read and it can be more accessible to everyone. Now, if you love the show, you can help me out in a couple of ways. First, you can leave a rating and a review on iTunes. You can also share the podcast with a friend, email it to them, share it on social media, tag them in an Instagram post, just share any episodes or the entire podcast that has been helpful to you. And third, you can tag us on Instagram and Facebook at Process to Profitability or at Lemon in the Sea to let me know that you're listening and tell me what it is that you're loving, what you might like to hear about next so that I can really help you guys through your businesses as I show up each week on this podcast. I've been so honored to be able to do this, to show up in your ears and on your phones and your podcast platforms every week. And I'm looking forward to the next episodes that I have planned and what is coming up. Thanks for listening to Process to Profitability. Please take a minute to leave an honest review in iTunes so that I can help more small business owners and creative entrepreneurs find the show. 